This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason. Derek here. So Donald Trump is back, uh, at least back um, in theory. Uh, Elon Musk put it to a vote on Twitter, and Donald Trump finally won an election. Pretty narrow, though, right? First time he's ever won the popular vote in in any election. (laughs) I am uh, narrow, though. I am surprised, actually, that 51% of the people said yes. Are you surprised that 51% of the Twitter users said yes? Because that doesn't surprise me at all. This is his domain. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it'd be a a wider margin. Now, he is, uh, he's indicated, I don't believe him, that he's not going to go back because he's got Truth Social and he's going to go back because he's running for president. Uh, Twitter's got a wider reach. Maybe he does, but I got to say, of all the things he's ever done, this is the thing I like most. He he basically, what's the old Mark Twain thing? I don't want to be part of any club that would have have me. me. And he says, this club now will have me and I don't want to be back. And I liked it. He said, I don't see any reason for it, Trump said when asked about the reinstatement. He insisted he is, Truth Social is doing phenomenally well. Well, he transitioned from being cool by not wanting to be a part of it to flat out lie. Well, and there's something like artistic about the last tweet that he has is from January 8th right. saying, I don't plan on going to the uh, the inauguration. Yeah. And that's it. And that's sort of this poetic end to the Donald Trump era on Twitter and on Truth Social, which is what he's pushing because he's behind that venture and he wants that to become popular. I think he'll stay on, on Truth. I think he got this as as a as a as a sort of boost but to, to Har- Truth. He, he's to Harvey's it. point, though, Truth is is failing by every ind- indication sure. it's failing. And he's running for president. And he wants to be popular and reach people. And that the place to do that is on Twitter. I, I have a problem with this. Uh, I have a problem with Elon Musk with this. So Look, he. first of all, I feel very strongly. We knew this was coming, though, right? I, I feel yeah. so strongly about this. This is ridiculous that people are, are, are saying Elon Musk is the reason, the reason, the reason. Twitter was a piece of shit before, <laughs> before Elon Musk took it over. I mean, there was so much hate on Twitter. The extremes in this country were running Twitter. And corporations were looking at the extremes and making judgments based on them. Everything about Twitter, I think, was wrong. And yeah, there are some good things, too, and there are people who use it and presidents use it and everything else. But come on, everybody, to say— and you Are know, you saying I, it was a cesspool I, I, and now it's a different cesspool? I mean, I, I was <laughs> watching CNN this morning, and they were talking—somebody uh, was on— talking about, you know, letting Trump back on and everything else. And they were saying that you can't, you know, you, you, they, they wanted stuff opened up in a way, but, you know, keeping things, I I can't remember how they said it, but it was, um, it was something about that you can't have this kind of uh, tribalism on Twitter with, you know, Donald Trump. Well, all cable news is tribal. I mean, cable news doesn't tolerate the side they don't agree with. So for to hear that was so ridiculous. But but the bigger the reason I have a problem with Elon is and this doesn't apply to him directly but the principle does. We have a principle in this country. The basic underpinning of democracy is to prevent majority tyranny, to protect people who don't 
live in the majority. That's why we have a Bill of Rights. It is specifically designed to protect the minority from majority tyranny. That's why we say free speech, because you can always agree, allow free allow speech if you agree with it. It's when you don't that you need this kind of protection. And that's why we have a First Amendment. It's to prevent majority tyranny. So to, you know, for somebody... Oh, oh I, I didn't... You, you're yeah. upset because he's leaving it to popular votes to determine whether Correct. this man can speak. That all of a sudden, yeah. you know, what Elon Musk is doing, and again, the principle I talked about has to do with the government, not private companies. But the, you know, I think it applies in spirit you know, when somebody runs a platform like this, that, you know, what, you're going to let the majority decide? Well, eventually what's going to happen is the majority is going to become like a cable news network and there are going to be enough of them saying, you can go on, you can't go on, you can go on, you can't go on. Why open that well, door? wait a minute. Wait a minute. What he is, what, what, what Elon Musk is, you're pointing out a, a sound principle of avoiding the tyranny of the majority, but what Elon is fighting against is the tyranny of the minority. He didn't want people who are clearly popular to be excluded from having a voice on his platform. Look what he tweeted. He said, the people have spoken. Trump will be reinstated. Vox Populi, Vox Day, which means the voice of the people is the voice of God. How on earth? And you may not agree with that sentiment. I think it's a little overwrought for Donald oh, Trump. Oh, you think so? But what he's saying <laughs> yeah. is, this is the voice of the people. How on earth can I make a public forum or a sort of public town square, which is his well, mission and what he wanted to I, do? I, no, no, no. But, but what but it's you gonna, can't keep the guy yeah. who's speaking for the people but, off but, the platform. No, no, no. Are. Then he should just yeah. say it. Then he should just say it. If what you're saying is true, then Elon should say it. But to say the look, he's highlighting the absurdity. He's, he's, he's allowed. He's allowed to do it. But if he opens that door, what's going to happen is it's going to be like Fox yeah. News, um, CNN, MSNBC. The only people really invited and welcome are, are people who, who you agree with. I, 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 and assuming I don't think he excludes the minority. No, no, no. But, but 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 it is it is. There is what is what is the Muskian principle? What is the Twitter principle? Whoever the majority of people here want to listen to, I'll allow them. And if a minority of people don't want to hear you, then I'm not going to allow you. If that's the principle, then that's his, it's his Who right. Who is he Nobody's... disallowing? Anybody... All, he's, all he's doing is allowing. He's allowing more no. people on the platform. He would have disallowed, no, he, he would have disallowed if, if he lost the vote. No, he did the no, poll. No, he would have disallowed Wrong. if he lost the That's what he said. That's what I he don't said. Think he would have done that. But well, well, hold on. I know, that's what he, I know you're what saying that, but what basis do you have to say it? You just quoted him. He said he put him just Put it up for a vote. You even you even uh, condescendingly translated Vox Popular Vox Day, <laughs> which we all heard a thousand times yesterday, right. for the purpose that the people of the uh, the voice of the people is the people of God. Now you're saying, well, he wouldn't listen to the voice How, of the people. We're gonna have, we're we're gonna do a majority vote here the way they do on Twitter. How many say Derek's full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Two people. How many say he's <laughs> not full of shit? The eyes the have it. Okay, well there we go. Guys, who's okay. with me? <laughs> okay, I got Corey's settled. Voting. There you go, Derek. Uh, okay, we are gonna move on to. Uh, Kelly Rowland, I think this is really interesting. That Derek, um, I were just heat, hotly debating this before you. Oh, good. So, then yeah, then no. you guys start. Oh, oh go ahead. All right, Kelly Rowland took the stand uh, stage at took the AMA <laughs> to give out the award for best R&B, best R&B performance artist uh, of the year, and uh, read read the nominees, opened the envelope, read the winner being Chris Brown. Chorus of booze. Cor it was mixed. I mean, there were yeah, some applause, but there were a there were a lot of booze too. And and I was actually just to stop it there for a second before we even get back to her response. I mean, what they said was he's no Roman Polanski, <laughs> <laughs> but noticeable on the telecast. Yes, mixed, but you could hear it. But on you the could definitely hear yes. the booze. This was not around a vocal minority at most. Uh, Vo uh, uh, vocal minority, at maybe even a majority. But in, in any event, there were a lot of booze out there, and I was stunned by that. Uh, that thirteen years hence, after after Rihanna's, oh, maybe oh I wasn't stunned. Uh, not I, at all. I was stunned. Maybe, maybe 
maybe I just haven't been up to date with how he's been received more you know, recently. You, you know, you know, I wasn't yeah. stunned huh. because people were taking the temperature, and and I think that a lot of people who supported him eight years ago are kind of like looking and saying, "Uh, we shouldn't do it now. I, it's not a good thing to do." And I think yeah. I think people have flip flopped on him. I agree. Yeah. So, but it doesn't mean that you can you can forget what he did to Rihanna. Definitely not, as a lot of people in the audience did not. But uh, Kelly Rowland took a very different approach than I think the the, uh, uh, the audience did because she came up with a full throated uh, applause for his win. She said, um, uh, "She well, said she opened with it, with, with scolding the audience. She, she scolded she, the audience. She, she scolded said, the everybody audience. Everybody, chill out." She said. Now Chris Brown is not here tonight. So I'm accepting, accepting this award on his behalf. Do we have the sound that we want to go to on this? And the American Music Award goes to... Chris Brown! Now, Chris Brown is not here tonight, so I'm accepting this award on his behalf. Excuse me, Ch chill out. But I want to tell Chris thank you so much for making great R&B music. And I want to tell him thank you for being an incredible performer. I'll take this award, bring it to you. I love you. Congratulations. And congratulations to all the nominees in this category. You know what's really funny about this? That, again, I, I guess, I, God, what is wrong? I, I've just, you know, over the last couple of years, I just think these award ceremonies are so fucking stupid. <laughs> and, no, I do, because... And the reason I say it is because the hypocrisy. I mentioned Roman Polanski a minute ago mm -hmm. when the Academy, when the uh, Academy, everybody in the uh, during the Oscars gave him a standing ovation. This is a guy who raped a thirteen-year-old girl. So um, you know, when you look at the music industry, do you re I, look? What Chris Brown did was horrendous. It was terrible, and he absolutely deserved to be convicted for it, right? Yeah, but. Look at everybody. Look at other people in the music industry. There's a lot in that music industry where you could roll your eyes and say that person isn't worthy. But it's like you pick the people that are the easy targets. Yeah. And, you know, what about which is ironic. Remember, because Michael Jackson and again, never convicted. Right. But there was a specter there. He settled a 20 million dollar lawsuit again with Jordan Chandler right. and all and, you know, so you pick and choose. And I'm not sure there's any consistency in the picking and the choosing. Oh, no, the the visual only... images of Chris Brown were different than anything that we've really seen before. It's hard to, it's hard to not Yeah, because the other stuff happens, about that. always happens I got in it, private. It's hard not to th when, when, you, when I think, hear Chris Brown's name, in any context, I think about that photo. Over I do, too. And so it's, it's, it's hard I, to get past I that. I see her swollen face in my mind when, when you conjure his name. And I always will. I think it's a transgression that is so beyond the pale that, yes, 13 years hence, it hasn't really softened for some people. I don't think that's strange. So you have to see it to believe it. Well, y y to be consistently reminded of it. I mean, yeah. the same thing we've always talked about with the Watergate tapes. You know, once it, but for hearing Nixon's voice on those tapes, you you wouldn't be as Donald Sterling, known him. racist, but for hearing him. Well, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. you didn't see it, but you believe it. No, but if we saw it, imagine how more impactful it well, would be. Well, it was impactful enough, right? And yeah, there's plenty yeah. in the music industry that's impactful enough. Yeah, they overlook yeah. certain things. They don't overlook other things. That's true. I mean, look, if somebody has built up goodwill, then we're more willing to overlook it. Michael Jackson's career was very different after those allegations. Now that was partially because he became a hermit. But, you yes. know, it, it's, it, it's hard to know what to do with that. Kelly Rowland's response to this it was interesting. She was clearly a full throated defense of Chris Brown. She tells the audience to chill out. So she loved him. She says she loved him. Um, it's interesting. He, the AMAs was going to 
uh, have, they, him do a, uh, have him Jackson do a Michael Jackson tribute, and they canceled it the day before. Right. What happened in those 24 hours that they canceled it? They didn't know about this? No, I think it was. I mean, what? They, they licked their finger and put it in the breeze yeah, and saw that it was going to go over poorly. Right. And, and, and they did not want him to have, up, to have him up there what performing the, on stage what did the AMAs, before a chorus of booze. When did the AMAs get a clue that this was controversial? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. Right, right, right. No, I, I, this is sure. why I'm saying this whole award thing, I just think, is so ridiculous. Well, it, it is ridiculous, but it means a lot to the people who are involved in it. Uh, you know, first-time winners are, are big. We always talk about the fact that a lot of people don't think the Grammys are important anymore, mostly people who have already won many Grammys. Those people who are on the come-up and really want to make a name for themselves really want to win these Let things. me ask you a different question, Harvey, because uh, and Jason. So this is what I'm confused about. Kelly Rowland has nearly universal likability. Maybe right. she is not a deeply known celebrity right. in the Beyonce sense, like but her. everyone who knows her likes, likes her. her. Why use her well of uh, you know because goodwill she to support Chris because Brown? Why lean into these waters? She good, Why? good on Kelly Rowland that she at least is authentic to who she is. Well, fair. Oh, if she believes, if she, I, and I mean that, if she believes that, which hold ep- on, no, 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 I'm really serious. She believes that. And what what is she supposed to do? Say you just ignore well, it? If so, if she came out Could've. and said, "I really want to also su- lend my support to, to R. Kelly," I don't think we'd applaud her for being true to who she is. No, I understand. We would, that. we would disparage her for being true to a monster. I'm not saying that Chris Brown's in R. Kelly's uh, uh, category at all, but, but everything's a sliding scale. But everything's a sliding scale. And and if she believes this, uh, first of all, I will t- I will say this. Yeah, there's somebody else who. Um, accepted Chris Brown's apology. Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. And so that makes a difference. It does. And again, I understand this is, what he did was horrendous and a lot of times victims of this don't a, you sure. know, don't sure, sure, let, sure. don't lay in hard on the on the person who who beat them. Right. And so you know you take that with a grain of salt. Nonetheless, she believes it. Good on her for speaking her mind because I'm look. Good on her, except she loaned some what, of her aura so, of goodwill to a guy like Chris Brown. And and you're saying that's called it's, principle. It's, it's, well, no. that's her. <laughs> that's called principle. Well, but that's not a good principle. Why? That you, that, that, <laughs> Why? That, she that, believes it. Well, uh, Chris Brown she is not what? you. Hold on. She believes what? She believes. She, she believes in the fact. He beat okay. The how hell out of how, how yeah. about how about this? He beat the hell out of her. Yes. It was horrendous. Yes. He was convicted. And he served time ultimately. It was a messed up thing. Right, where, right, right. But he did serve some time. So he's gone through the criminal justice system. It, you know, he has been punished for it. And, you know, some people could say you have to then let somebody move on with their life. That's a point of view. You may not agree with it, but it is a legitimate point of view to have, whether you agree or not. Yeah, it, although we act as though Chris Brown has never had another transgression in his life. That's simply not true. The Look other at our ones, website, you can Google him. He's been I, I, I incorrigible with graffiti. He's been accused okay, of Okay, graffiti other, ain't... He's been accused well, of other he threw, that, he threw the thing out of the window at GMA and could have killed somebody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying... Uh, okay, okay look, so why does he get to borrow... Why should Kelly lend him? That's well, why I see did it as a capital why, why did she do it? Why, but that, uh, your point is... She wasn't going to say anything except there were booze. Oh, I and think that's, no, that's why she did it. Oh, I think she was hoping Chris Brown was going to win. I think she was hoping there'd be booze. And I think she was hoping she'd be Boy, you are, you are ascribing a lot to her that we have no idea. <laughs> no, but she clearly is a friend of his. She wants it. She wants well, She was going to give him an award. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she, she said, I'm going to deliver to you personally. She, yeah, she did say, I'm going to bring it to like you. It's not like she said, shut up, motherfucker. She didn't say that. <laughs> she said, chill out. That's, that's the hey, television. You know, one out. of the principles of show business is you don't scold the audience unless you really mean it. The audience is always right. I like the customer. I don't know. 
Is that a principle? Though? She <laughs> meant it. Sounds it. like one. She meant it. I like it. you telling Harvey what a principle of show business is. She meant it. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, okay, I, I want to, um, oh my God, boy, this Colorado shooting, um, you know, look, they still haven't said what this is about, but when somebody takes a long gun, a long rifle into a gay nightclub and starts murdering people and you got to think there's some targeting here, right? And, and, you know, this is, I got to tell you, this is a really troubling time. This is a really troubling time. And I was thinking about it over the weekend. And it it's not even so much because, you know, we're so into elections. And what does the majority think? And who is the majority? And then we're looking at, you know, millions and millions of people versus millions and millions of people. The more I thought about it, this country is imperiled, not because of, you know, 40 million against 38 million. The country's imperiled because this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy and there are enough of those guys that they are um they're destroying the country and part of this emanates from guns and accessibility and i, I gotta tell you this is not i remember when in i think it was 1964 i was like 13 years old and that a guy named Whitman went to the top of the tower at the University of Texas and shot people up. And I remember it was incomprehensible to, to, to grasp. And just the idea that somebody had done that. But it didn't result in this wave of violence like that. Now it's a tsunami of violence. And a lot of it has been in the gay community and in the Jewish community and in other communities, in the black community and and the Asian community. And it's happening enough with individuals that they are, I think, really imperiling the way we live. Yeah. It's impossible to see what happened in Colorado Springs and not think of the Pulse nightclub shooting. I mean, these are this is like it. it seems clearly a, a hate-motivated crime when you go to a gay nightclub where people are enjoying themselves, dancing, and in a confined space and open fire. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can sort of read this in any other way. I'm troubled that this guy was also arrested in in June of 21 uh, after making a bomb threat with his mother. Why, why are you troubled? Uh, well, I'm troubled because you know he was charged with two felonies. He clearly is laboring. In, in my mind, under some some sort of mental disability. Well, you, at you know, least in you, that moment, you know what his mom did after he, after he um, tried to blow up or let, or threatened to blow up their house with a makeshift bomb, which the police never found. Um, she went on Facebook and she was looking for a, a PTSD therapist yes. and a boxing coach, which is to, to let out his let aggression, out aggression in some, some productive way. So yeah. she was alarmed. But, you know, we have seen this so much that, you know, mental health, mental health, which is so vital. 
But what are they going to? What is the police going to do every time somebody? I have a friend who is um, uh, a, a, be, just become a therapist, and to get the number of hours, you work on these teen suicide lines. And the number of people calling in with really horrendous mental health struggles. So what do you do? Does Do you just keep calling the police and they come out? And then what do they do? Well, do they lock them up? Do they put them in an institution? How many people? Are there millions of people? It's like, how do you solve that problem? It's incredibly hard. But this guy was clearly a threat to himself or others with the nature of his threats. It's sad to me. I read the thing about her mother, his mother going on Facebook looking for a PTSD specialist as emblematic of the problem. She shouldn't have to run to, to Facebook to try to solve so, this problem if her, if her son is laboring under something that could threaten other people I'm, or himself. I'm not you sure. you got to get him some help. Well, Mandatory. I mean, but who, who, we, who are we faulting for not getting him the help? The mother? I, I, no, I think she did what she could under the under so, the circumstances. So we, can't, we can't incarcerate no real, someone. There's no fault. I mean, it's like I don't know how to solve that. The one thing I know that we can work on is just guns. So, they, they, and therein lies the issue, right? I mean, we, we. It is always whenever you talk about gun control, it's always thrown back that the vast majority of people who have guns are legally on them and do not commit crimes with them. But we know that some people do commit crimes with them. And the fact that we do nothing to try to address this issue is, to me, the great failure of the modern age. I just don't understand how we keep looking at the same problem, especially in a place like Colorado. Colorado is an interesting place, right? It was a hardcore conservative state until about 2008. And all of a sudden, it shifted, and it shifted quickly. Huge population influx into Colorado. And it, it is now a dark blue state, where it was a dark red state just 15 or 20 years ago. And I think you have this 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 coming together of two things. Number one, a long and proud gun culture with a mixed with or right next to a long, a, a short, much shorter lived but very proud liberal uh, progressive culture. And I think these two things are coming together. They in, clash. In, in you well, know, but yeah, and you look in, at the history, and you've got the Aurora um, theater shooting. Oh, we got Columbine. You've got, you've got Columbine yeah. going on there. You've got, you know, they're they've had more than their share, and. Look, I mean, it's America right now. And I got to tell you, I, I, I just spent a lot of time thinking of this over the weekend, that, you know, if you were gay, would you worry about going to a nightclub next weekend? Absolutely. I, I'd worry about my child going if, to a nightclub. As yeah. a Jew, would you worry about going to temple? As a black person, would you worry about going to church? It's you know, and and on and on and on. Every minority group has been targeted. And Muslims have been targeted. Asians have been targeted. Everybody's And targeted. so the question... As this continues to happen and people become more fearful, ironically, it's not the government or a political movement that is threatening the way we live. It's these individuals that go on and are allowed to do what they do because we have no controls over the weapons they use, and they are going to create um, agoraphobia in this country. Yeah, it's impeding our way of life. I mean, no one if people are scared, they're not going to do the things that are the very fabric of, uh, you know, life. It's just, uh, you, you know, I remember Barack Obama speaking after the Sandy Hook massacre in 2011, was that? Mm. And going on about, and he was crying at the podium. He said, I've been trying to fight this fight and I get nowhere. Can we finally do something? And here we are 10, 11 years later, however long it's been. And the answer is no, we, we cannot do anything meaningful on gun control. I, I am so... I'm do almost done having the discussion because it goes nowhere. In 20 years, we'll be in the exact same place. We will not have an assault weapons ban. We'll continue to have mass shootings. We'll continue to have minority groups targeted and killed at at, at the at the will of this this 
bananas minority of people. Okay, I want to do one other thing. Happy birthday, Joe Biden. Mm. You're 80 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, oldest guy to right? ever sit in the White House. Oldest guy to ever sit in the White House. Is that right? Yeah. Ron, Ron so, so I looked it up. No, Ronald old... Reagan took left office younger than Joe Biden took office. No, that's right. Huh? Ronald Reagan was no. 77 years old when he left office uh-huh. for the final time. And by the and way, Biden was 78 when he took office. And so, you know, the question, you know, people are, I, I, I saw a report this morning on cable. And they're talking about this and they're saying, look, you know, just because he's 80 and they were showing all the things that he has accomplished and how he has energy and everything else, they weren't getting into any of the memory lapses or anything like that. They never even addressed it, which really is wrong. I mean, you've got to address all you've got to address all of it. But the reality is that Joe Biden has done when you really look at it objectively, whether you agree with the policies, he's done a lot. He has done a lot. And he's been an effective president given the landscape of the country and especially where it was when he took over. Again, well, you know he I'm had a, he had the control of the well, legislative branch as well. We yeah, have to... but he had the progressive wing that wasn't on board with him. He still navigated a lot. And okay. you and, and you got to give him credit. But that all said, Joe Biden will be 86 if he gets elected and leaves office. So the question, you know, they, they had these, again, I was watching CNN this morning and they had a doctor on and saying, yeah, you know, 80 is the new 70 or whatever else. You know, <laughs> can say, be. Well, I mean, but basically saying. <laughs> it's clearly people, not in this case. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, <laughs> like, you know, there, there's, there's. Harvey, it's out of the question that there, this guy runs again, don't you think? Look, oh, he's going to run again. Ronald, I know that he sits. Uh, yeah. Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's during his second term. Yeah, uh, arguably. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, it was by all accounts, he, he was demented. By yeah. all accounts, you know, it shows you that this is equal opportunity. People criticize him while he was in office for his lapses. Re- People criticize re- Joe Biden for his lapses. The reality is, as you get older, you you, you have know, diminishments. You have diminishments, sure. and they can be physical, they can be mental, they can be both. But it's you, you don't get out unscathed. Yeah. And the question is, how long do you go? And you know, and it's interesting because people have talked about this with the Supreme Court, that there should be age limits in the Supreme Court. And there are others saying, no, that's not true. You shouldn't have that because there are really good justices who are in their 90s who were still really productive. But there are still people who aren't. And then the question is, do you set a limit at a point? I, I, I have to say it depends on the individual, right? I don't think you set a hard and fast limit. There are clearly people in their 80s who are who are uh, very sharp and yeah. have all their faculties. Sure. And, and Warren Buffett, but deep are into you, his 80s. Are, was, you roll, was, are you rolling the dice? I don't. I don't like taking the vote away from the people. If the people want to vote, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying you, into the White House. I, I'm not. Okay, well, let's put it this way. Should how re- how relevant is it? Because Donald Trump, by the way. Is no spring chicken. But he so, has his faculties. But he has his full faculties, and you have to call it like you see it. Look, the problem with Joe well, Biden— Well, here's the thing. There are a lot of people who believe Joe Biden impaired is better than Donald Trump losing. Th- no, that's true, that's but that's fair. for voters, right? <laughs> but, but Donald Trump, look, he, I think, in my opinion, is legitimately psychologically impaired. I agree. But— he, but not dementia. But not dementia. He's just wrongheaded. Right. He, he labors under narcissism and a host of sort of other problems with his well, faculties I'll give you my, my, that are very different than Joe Biden. My personal opinion, if that becomes the choice, it's an easy one for me. Oh, uh, you I go the, with Biden. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I went with Biden the last time knowing this was the right. case with Biden. But I don't I'm think saying, it's gotten I'm markedly saying, worse. I'm, I'm, I'm saying even next time. But it's, you know, it's so funny. I, I want to end this because I have talked to Bill Maher a lot about you know, uh, people getting older. And it's funny because he, for whatever reason, he watches TMZ. 
and he hates it when you know the Gen Xers and the Gen Zers and our the millennials in our room when we attack you attack me for my age and saying you know you're an old man you don't know and he's really indignant about that and I was thinking about this over the weekend and I agree with most of what Bill Maher says I really do we're very like minded I disagree with him on this one mm. and I, I'll tell you why I was thinking about it when I was 20 20 years old 22 um, and the Vietnam War was raging. We had a mantra, yeah. and the you know what it was. You know what the mantra was. It was a it was a saying, don't trust anyone over thirty. Don't trust anyone over thirty, and I embraced that. Mm. And there was a reason because old people screwed us. Old people got us into this war. Old people created a lot of discrimination. Old people created a lot of problems in our country back then. Well, it's hard for me to. You know, to, to, to look at somebody who is 22 years old who says to me, you're a relic. You, you know, I don't trust you because you're older. Yeah. It's hard for me to say that because, you know, maybe today I, f- I realize I have more wisdom than I had back then. And I wouldn't believe then what I believe if I if I knew what right. I know now, I wouldn't believe it back then. But the fact is, they don't have that. W- I mean, this is sort of like. But aren't you, young people stupid? It's sort yeah. of well, yeah. but it's and sort yet of you would it's, it's sort of like the future this, of our country to a guy in his mid eighties. You're just saying, no, if no. He but runs it, it's, it's sort of like the seniority <laughs> system in Congress when you know, like a, a senator would say, you know, the longer yeah. I'm in Congress, the more I like the seniority system. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, it's, <laughs> right. It, it, right. It, it, it's kind of the same thing that now that I get older, I realize the wisdom of older people. Well, younger people don't realize that wisdom, and why would I ascribe something to them? that I couldn't embrace back then as well. And the fact is, older people have messed up this country. We have we have more problems today than we did when I was 20. Yeah. So it's hard for me to cast dispersions on younger people who might look at me, might look at a politician and say, no, you're too old to do this. I think you give way too much credit to young people. I, I, I like people. what he's saying because he's given us open season in the meeting. We no, just all, attack, attack. you need well, more. Happens, <laughs> at, well, that you happens need anyway. License? But I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm really I'll serious about it. I'm, I, you know, the more yeah. I thought about it, the more I thought, you know what? Who, who, who are, you know, who is an older person to tell a younger person you can't think this way if you thought that way when you were younger? Uh, yeah, I hear that. I, Although I, young people are pretty dumb, and young so people are really I, stupid. I don't, I don't trust. Uh, I, I would. Were much you re- stupid when you were young? Uh, yes. yes, very stupid. Yes, and so very were you. Stupid. And when you said things like "Don't trust anyone over 30, that it was, was stupid. stupid. Hold on, <laughs> it was stupid. I don't, I don't think I was stupid when I was twenty. You were idealistic. I just don't think that I understood as much. That, Naive. That, there's, sure. There, but right. there's, there's so isn't it our job as older people to shepherd the young people along so they don't make huge mistakes? Yeah, but we've messed up this country. We've messed yeah. up the environment. We've messed up civil rights. We've messed up foreign relations. We've messed up COVID. We've messed up yeah. so much that— They've messed up the civil discourse. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of things the young people have messed media. up as well. They've messed up social media. Well, They've so- messed up how we interact with one another. Have, don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we all mess up. I, we all mess up, but you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I, 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 I wanted to be, man. I wanted to be a little forgiving. I'll see you later. Bro.